to the Sean Independent Sports Podcast. It's Damien Dodds here with Keevan Barr and Jared McLaughlin. We're doing a slightly different podcast today where, we'll, where we will be reviewing the sporting year of 2016 from a local perspective. We'll be talking about our favourite sporting moments and some of the moments we'd rather forget. We'll also have a wee look forward to 2017. We're going to start off with some of the highlights of the year. We've asked each one of the three of us to come up with our own personal highlight. Jared, you have gone for Cockhill doing the treble and one of the fourth Ulster Senior League in a row. Is that your first? That's not the first treble of Cockhill, is it? Ah, uh, it is the first it treble, is. aye. It is. So it's a treble of the League Cup, Knock Gala Cup, and Ulster Senior League. Yeah. Why, why is it so special for you? Obviously, you were playing on it. For me, like it's, you asked me about this this morning, what would be the highlight? And there's there's all the like I have I have a list of stuff that was achieved and I shown and like Glenn Gad done very well and through throughout sports Nora Stapleton and people like that done very well but I'm just going to be selfish and say Cockle because I was part of it um, <coughs> see that the, the big thing for me was uh, Donald O'Brien packing it in and Gavin Cullen coming coming on then and, and people were sort of questioning Wallet no wallet. How might be done? Like, like Donald was such a transformative manager. Was mad. Like there's no two ways about it. He was massive. He he was the driving force behind it really. But the the question was, will will Colin be able to do what O'Brien has done? And they come in on your first season and, and do what what Colin done was better than Donald O'Brien ever was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's O'Brien didn't win no a, travel, did It's it? a better achievement in terms of of one and a. Who's team was like? playing with O'Brien's team or Colin's team? Who's who? Sorry, yeah, what's the is team, it Collins' team or is it O'Brien's team that's playing there? Now at the minute, aye. I'd say it's Collins' team now at the minute. Yeah. His fingerprints are pretty well on now, aren't they, Jerry? Oh, they most they most definitely are. Eh? And like again, and I keep saying it too. I know I understand right that the league is not as strong as it once was. There's no point in me saying anything other than that because it's true. Like there's only seven teams in it, but at the same time, it's four league titles in a row hopefully going on five without actually losing a single league game like, and that's that to me is, is phenomenal, yeah. very very good like, phenomenal it is but it shouldn't happen like, no, I, I know we have, we've had this conversation teams, and you before. can't blame Cock Hill like they go out they won their games but teams like you sh- teams shouldn't be going through four league seasons without losing a single game like, not even Bayern Munich or someone in Germany is totally dominant with, with no no I get it I fully understand it but at the same time it takes a lot of a lot of commitment, a lot of work from oh, you got all players and from management. They they sort of keep that going and they keep that sort of like training is is always very very well attended. There's no excuses. There's none of this sort of shite about oh we might do this and we might do that. You're just there, and if you're not there, you're not playing. Like this the squad. It's one of those achievements that sort of looks, you know, it's almost. See, I think people people sort of take away a wee bit from it because. There's only seven teams in it, like. and I, and and I have to understand that. I that's and they're fair. not all that great. Some but of them at the are, same time, like you're playing at the highest level you can play at. What more can you do, really? Like it's 
the thing about the car call achievement, it almost looks better looking back. Because like, if you went back four years ago, say it's it never uh, looked like it over November twenty twelve, you wouldn't think. Well, they won it once in twenty ten, but but if someone says to you November twenty twelve, you'll not mm. lose another game to the to uh, that, You think that's madness? That like, is you madness. You think that's impossible? One of the sort of one of the sort of standout results out of that. Now, not the most important one to me wasn't the most important one, but one of the standout ones from an show perspective was the Knockout Cup final against Glengarry. It was a sort of a, it was a case of because I'm in Keevan saying, "Ah, oh, Glengarry, I'll put you in your place," and all oh, this sort of crack. Well, I saw how Glengarry done at the weekend. <laughs> not that Glengarry wouldn't put you in their place. No, nah, but sure, you saw how that match went. Like, and no, I thought it was being bold as a, as a sort of. Badland has shown and this will prove that the Ulster Senior League is not as strong as they think and all that kind of crack now not so much from the Glengarry players or or management even but more so from people like Keevan well there was a big feeling there was a lot of people in the league who were really hoping that Glenn I, I know they were yeah, right. and you've seen what happened that day then <laughs> wasn't finished 3-0 though 3-0 eh? and, and to be honest I don't even think we played that wild well the impressive league. thing of, of just from following Jared's results every week, week in, week out for years is Cockhull, they hardly seem to concede any goals. And I don't know if it's Collins a good keeper, obviously, and they but they're they're definitely doing something right. No, I say Colin is a big part of it now, no question about it. And I've I've said this before, see somebody like him playing. Like the times him. that Cockhull have conceded two goals, you could count those in one hand no, over the last five or six years, they never concede. Collins had definitely had a big part in that, but it's a Look, you've a, you a very, very strong defence. Like some of the players, like Johnny Havland, Oshie McCoggan, William O'Connor, Peter Dorley, that's four year centre half. You know, yourself gone. as a defender, no? Oh, well, not on an odd occasion. <laughs> I don't think I ever conceded two either, but that's for, that's for an orderly. Other than, and that was a, that was the Knock Out Cup, any, was there any turning points, Jared, in that season for you? Like in the, in the, you know, in the season after Colin came in, was there any hairy moments early on or anything? And uh, you the, put the finger at back the, to say was that? At the very start, uh, because at the, uh, like, I remember when Colin came on at the very, very beginning. The first game he played was, was Longford in the, in the FA Cup. What did that end up? 2 0, we were beat. But uh, it was they scored, for a long time, scored two fairly late goals. Uh, uh, we, were, we were right on that, to be honest. But um, the first few sort of League, league Cup games and stuff, we were we didn't, we didn't play well at all and drew a couple of games. And and that was the start of people saying, ah, oh, these boys are they're done. They're done. Yeah, the they're, O'Brien's gone and some boys have moved on. Liam McDonald is retired and all this kind of crack. But it just it's, Colin, in, in fairness, has been has been very, very good, very, very impressive since they've taken over. And what just, about the move to winter winter soccer now? Like you know, I mean, is that I've when was that? Was that the first winter season there? Was it? No, there's couple. You, there's been a couple now. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't. I was never in favour of it to be honest. I I don't. And people sort of laugh at you and say you don't like playing in the rain, but it's, it's not even that. It's playing on. Playing on bogs or patches, like it's not it's no good. I don't think. But you can win summer or winter, chair that doesn't make any. I know, uh, but it's not the point. Eh? There's, there's, are, there's more enjoyment in the summer, and pe- more people are out there watch the games, and there's more interest in it from my point of view. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we're talking about like winning that twenty, um, the 2016-2017 league there, like you know. But sorry, the 2015-2016 league. Hmm. You're in the middle now of the the 2016-2017 one. There's been a number of new players that have been introduced to the squad as well. Like, see, over that four-year period that you have been dominating the Ulster Senior League. Yeah. Like, you see, there's been a. It's very much it's a different squad now. 
than the well, one that's uh, going out in there's, 20. There's a core of players that are, that are there, have been there in that sort of four or five year spell. There's been like sort of through the spine of the team, there's a core that have been there. Your your Collins, your Williams, I suppose, Jimmy Bradley, Jerry Gill, Garvin Freels, that sort of spine has been there the whole time. But then people like Peter Doherty came came on maybe one or two years on that Paul McDermott's on it now at the minute, Ryan Varma's on, Roland Alley's on, Jason Breslin's on. These are all young boys that are that are very it's good players. players. Yeah. Young boys who, who really could be going and looking at playing at senior level. So uh, the argument that, that Cockhill don't have a, an awful lot coming through is is not really that strong to be honest how many of them are coming through the Cockhill setup though some you of see some of them are right? like Peter Doherty would have came through the Cockhill setup Paul McDermott would have came through it not all of them though Ronan Ollie obviously came through Karen Jason Breslin was Derry Ryan Varma was sort of Darn. made in City Bunkrana for a while but to be honest, like really and truly I know what matters in the long term you need to be producing players yourself but when you have these young boys, you still have a spine that are going to be there for mm. for more than just the next three or four seasons. Like. And will 20, looking ahead a wee bit to 2017, is it, I mean, is it going to continue as a standalone league or is it going to come in under the Donegal League? Or well, yeah, there is, there's, talk of, there's talk of it happening next season. Now, I don't know whether it'll happen or not, but the talk is that the Ulster Senior League will be called a Donegal League. So you've a Donegal League Premier Division with two or three of the top teams from Donegal coming on board. So then you'd have ten teams. Then you have the rest in the Donegal League underneath it as a first division or whatever it is. Then promotion relegation. Now that was the plan a few months back. Now I don't know whether that's happening or not. In my view, it would be very good if it did happen, but. I wouldn't just be holding my breath to be honest. Can Cockhill be part of it, can they? I think I, I think we can. I. Can They've looked on it and I think we can. I. Yeah. Well, it's not a lost or senior league anyway, as we said. There's only, the only Donegal teams yeah. in. There's only one now. No, nah, there's it's nine counties in It's a Donegal league. There's no, yeah. there's no two ways about that. But like, I, I've I've been down speaking to Karen there last week about, and we were doing a feature on their 40 year, their 40th anniversary. It's in this week's paper, yeah. Aye, and the talk from the, the boys in Karen was they're serious about looking to go and play in the Ulster Senior League now not straight away they're not sort of naive enough to think that at the minute they can go from the bottom and I shown they compete at the intermediate level but in three or four years time they feel that they have decent young players some very decent young players coming through with adding in a couple from around the local area do they kind of regret that you get the sense that they regret not going into the Ulster Senior League when they were hot there a couple of years ago and they won the league I they don't know they, 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 nah because they always seem to Karen always seem to lose loads of players after every season for all sorts of reasons if they had a kept that team together then then definitely but that team was never staying together so nah, it was a one off but no for, for me listening to them boys and listening that, that they really are ambitious and they want to move on that to me is very good because that's a big town club like. if you that along with like Glengad for example who I think should really be going up now anyway. Then that's nine, and then a couple more from Donegal, Tab of Donegal, Jamal's or whatever. Eleven, twelve, and then you're back to the way it was like. But I, to me that's the way it should be. And why it isn't, I'll never know to be honest, but 
That's it. We'll move on, Kevin. Then your um, highlight of the year was the uh, much but anticipated. Hasn't actually happened yet. Hasn't quite <laughs> happened, happened yet, but it is. It's the, nah. conf- it's the confirmation that Derry City will be playing at McGinn Park in Bunkrana next year, 2017. They're starting, just the fixtures have been just released. They're, they're starting on the 5th of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, home game to Limerick. And uh, Fred Harps are coming about the 14th of April or so. So Yeah, Friday night for Harps. Uh, Friday night, like so. I think it's, well, it's you know, it's, I suppose it isn't really a single moment highlight. I was trying, I was trying to throw a person like United obviously won on the FA Cup. and Yeah, a big game. achievement, that thing. And I remember big Rory McIlroy won on the FedEx Cup. I remember it was because I'm an armchair. You know, home games and then possible cup games 17 games at the end but even there's even a buzz going down through the fixtures and I know Jared is mm. going through them there to do a story for the, for the back page or whatever on next, when are we out? next, next Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. and uh, there's just even a buzz looking at the fixtures you know because the first first game alright isn't that it's a Sunday at home to Limerick is it right. that you're straight into them on the Monday night on the 13th of March you're, you're home to Dundalk and followed and you're also home on the Friday night at home to Drogheda and then the Fun Harps game is a Friday night and the 14th of April and it just you know you can just sense that there'll be a, you know that there's already talk of some of the pubs around Bunkrana you know put, you know deals for, for matches and certain goal scores and all and just like it'll be a great a great I know there's probably a, a great buzz I, I mean Derry so I've been saying it for years I know Derry so is on his own local team so now there's even more reason <laughs> <laughs> there's even more reason <laughs> to follow Derry obviously like, and we'll see the night that you know it'll be really tasty the night that Harps and Derry played I'm Imagine just glad we've all got our press passes because I'll tell you it'll be it'll be hard to get tickets because we're wide, thinking yeah. what the Capacity, we're not a hundred percent sure, but it's fifteen hundred downwards, isn't it? No, 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 they'll get more than fifteen hundred in. No, no bother, no right. bother. Where did, where am I getting that figure out of fifteen hundred? That, that's their sort of fifteen hundred is what Derry's average crowds have been last season, and, and people would say that fifteen hundred is what McGinn would probably likely to behold. But mm. if you look at it, you'll get. You'll get over well, it's been such a drawn out process and there's times that mm-hmm. I have thought it's and we've always championed a championed the move here to paper like and Jared's been behind it from day one kind of but we'll leave aside a, a column that was on this week's paper oh, we just like they dust ourselves <laughs> <laughs> for Matt Paul but he's right. not here to defend himself. No, it's, it's been so prolonged and drawn out you know because it was meant to happen last year and it was only for a number of games and then the Brandywell redevelopment was postponed there was times he thought it would never happen and you know, even sort of in recent weeks, have been both sides have been mixed messages. Derry saying, "Oh, it's on, we're moving in," and the National League saying, "Oh, no, hold on a minute, it's not sorted yet." And, but now that you see that the seats are in, the fixtures are out. The fixtures are out. McGinn Park is there, at large, beside all the fixtures on the FAs or yeah, official yeah. site. The seats are in, two hundred and twenty seats, and just think, just think it's that's that's phenomenal. Like whenever the the book is written, whenever uh, Mickey and Orville writes a book about the <laughs> park, the Derry City season's going to be a huge challenge. That's senior football in Bunkrana. Like it's absolutely massive. And of and course, we're thinking seventeen league games. There's a chance at least one of those could be live in RTE, depending on how Derry do, and they should do quite well. A couple of cup, ga- a couple of cup ties coming as well. And obviously, Mark yeah. Mark Timlin, the local boy, having recent 
design for Derry City as well. He'll be able to nip home at half time and change his boots if he had to. Like. Ah, it's, it's just uh, a brilliant story. Uh, and it'd be massive for Bunkrana because you, you imagine running a pub or a shop or restaurant or whatever in Bunkrana, they might, you, you'll easily get. You know, I don't know how many hundred people come early for a few pints. Right. You look, you look through it like Dundalk are coming, like Dundalk are a very Europa League team <laughs> who, who very early got the the Champions League. Almost like they're a team coming of celebrities, almost at this stage. They're coming nice. exactly. They're coming on a Monday night. McGinn will be packed. You, like Fun Harps are coming. Fun Harps are playing the the Friday night in April. That'll be brilliant. That'll be rammed. They have a game on Paris Day. The other ones love coming out to Bunkran and I on Paris Day. Mm-hmm. Now, as long as they behave. What time was the Paris Day kickoff? Do you remember? Quarter eight. Quarter eight. All right, brilliant. That could be. That could be. Quite all day and then go. We're breathalysing the way into it. Uh, <laughs> Don't like the place. It'll be hard. It'll be hard enough to get a ticket. I would say for a lot of games, you know. I think what's, in, what's interesting is that obviously this was supposed to happen for the 2016 season. Uh, the Brandywell was going to be closed from about July of 2016 yeah. and due to be reopened right, next March. It's worked far better now because uh, we're the whole season. Well, the Derry City Council messed up something with their their, their redevelopment and the tender yeah. document process wasn't done right, whatever it was. And it's well, their stand shrunk anyway. From a big massive stand. So so Bonkrana and McGinn Park are now getting a full season of Derry City here. They won't host the Europe or Derry in Europe this year in the Europa League qualifiers at least. So the stadium won't pass muster for that, but it'll be it'll pass muster for the um, for the League of Ireland for the Premier Division. Mm. And you know. Like I, I would sit and watch that Monday night soccer on RTE most weeks, like you know, and, and uh, they do roundups from all around, like and right. the roundups yeah. going to be coming from McGinn Park, like you know, uh, as you say, there might be some live TV. And they do wee things, they do wee things on the Monday night uh, football. They, they, they like make one to the town, and like yeah, some there's a real story. Yeah, look, there's a real story. There's a real, obviously, from our point of view, locally, big story. <coughs> you're going to have one of the top teams in the country playing on your doorstep bringing in some of the very top teams I mean you're mentioning uh, well these are the best teams yeah that's it but you're mentioning mentioning Dundalk there I mean Stephen Kenny only has to nip down the road from Fawn to to come down to to play here the closest match he's had the closest match he's had all year but the uh, so look it's it's shaping up to be something very exciting like you know and and we'll we'll um, We'll see how how the town responds to it as well. Mm. Like it should it's be. That's the most significant thing to happen in sport here in a long time. Mm. You know? It's a big it's a big deal, all right. Um, so we're looking forward to that for for next year. Kevin he put it down as one of his highlights of of 2016. He's like a way in waiting for Christmas here. <laughs> um, for my own point of view, it's not being a great surprise, but uh, Bort winning their first intermediate football championship um, is my highlight of the year. I, I was lucky enough to be helping. Uh, the manager Ronan McLaughlin and helping the helping coach the team, and for a club that had we never we only won junior championship to our name back in 2011 or 2010 I think it was, and to be coming into that intermediate championship and to win it in the manner we won it just was amazing to be inside. And we should say this is the bird footballers we're talking bird about. Bird always, always, always <laughs> like, usually one. The hurlers are up and they they be playing in Letterkenny every every September uh, trying to win the the hurling championship and they were there this year as well. So after we you know we 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 were in quite a tough group. We were in we bought Crana and Eve Breeds and Eve Columba. Two draws in the first two matches with Eve Breeds back in May and then Boncrana in, in August. And then we we beat Neve Columba fairly comprehensively in board to set us up for the the, the quarter finals. In between times, we, we, we played and lost the County Hurley final to um, to McCool's, so big disappointment there. But like two two weeks later, 
were back out in the football championship and probably had maybe our possibly our well one of the toughest challenges we faced was Clahonili. Like Clahonili had a couple of really tricky inside forwards. They had that. And um, you know, once we got over that, you're just inside this kind of bubble then where the team was just progressing and building and going every week. And you know, we'd watched uh Bunkrana and Newton do it in recent years the way the championship structured now it runs off pretty quick, which I quite like because both teams that are reaching the final are, are the ones that are coming in with that bit of momentum like and it's a it's a it's an it's a very nice place to be when you're in the middle of all that like so because uh, truth be told really like if, if you had been looking back and may before the championship started trying to pick an intermediate winner Bird what, what, what would be the odds on Bird winning at that, this time? Bird wouldn't have been six months ago. They wouldn't have been on the top six. Not at all. Not even. Not Maybe even like close. hundred to one. Maybe not hundred, but you'd have been like 60, thirty, or, 60, 30 you'd, or forty. You'd have been way, oh, way down yeah. the list, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, is, it was momentum. There's no other way. Like uh, was that playing them in that sort of short space of time. Mm-hmm. He 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 won that game against because I was chatting to Roland yesterday or Tuesday, and it, what he was saying too was even after beating Eve Columba you still didn't just think no. right we're, we're definitely going to go and win this thing yeah. so it went you just got a wee bit of a feeling no you got a wee feeling this was at the last group the game group game man. you got a wee feeling that maybe something might be possible then you go and play Clonley Lane you won that you're on a semi-final you think right here we go so when we're playing Eve Columba who we had hammered in the group in the semi-final then you go on and you won that so you're in a final and it's just it's all momentum like, mm-hmm. and it's all the fact that it was all so close like w- week after week really you, you're on the crest of a wave and you're flying oh, it was phenomenal like you know and, and the um, like the Clough and Ely was a game probably that you know that was the real decisive game of you know a massive decisive game you know you're talking about turning points or whatever like you know we were we didn't really know where we were at. Clough and Ely were the team that had come down from the senior championship. They'd won the intermediate the last time they played it in, in, uh, in 2014. They'd spent a season in the senior championship and been relegated. So they would have been they would have been the favourites uh, probably to win it outright. Like you know, in the likes of Milford, uh, Milford, Neve Columba, um, Bonkrana, all those teams would have all been ahead mm-hmm. of us in the pecking mm-hmm. order, like you know. But um, I think what sets a achievement to say is Jared is saying Cockhill. Look, and Cockhill won the year before they won. You know, they'll win next year. Glengad won the year before they won. Bert are not going to win. You know, this could be a once in a fifty years kind of almost title. Well, it's, one, it's one of them. Aye, it's one of them ones where you, you really have to make the most of and and, and enjoy because. Well, you I mean you never reached this level before. And you're in the senior championship now. That's it. That's one of the prizes. Like can you draw Malin? No. We can draw Malin in the senior oh, championship. That yeah. would be brilliant. <laughs> that would be. It would be absolutely fabulous. Like yeah, uh, from all from Malin, perspective. Uh, everyone, Malin would be delighted uh, to get used to Everyone be, wants use. Uh, no doubt, eh? So we'll welcome everybody to board next year. Like I think we've got two. There's a new draw to be made for it. We've got two home matches in the in the senior football championship. So things you're looking forward to next year. I mean, there's great excitement about the club. Uh, there's a new clubhouse extension that's uh, ready to open, and you're bringing maybe some of the best teams. In the do you want team. Do you want a grip that you can maybe sneak out of, or do you want a grip? Oh, without a have? shadow or anything. Or, or do you want? But do you not want like Kilcarran down Swallow? No, no. You'll make you'll do you'll you'll make do with whatever you get. Like, but uh, you yeah, like no, obviously. Look, the the objective next year. For Bort will be to. Well, if I'm a player, I'd love to be playing against the best. Michael Murphy. Oh, why not? Ryan McHugh. Yeah, you've got to test your. I know. I get. It's going to happen. It's a once in a I understand. I understand all that, but at the same time, like, if you got a group, like say, say the group Malin got last year, mm. 
Yeah, no, that's not no disrespect to Mal. They done well and got the semi final, which is a brilliant achievement. But you get uh, McCool's, McCool's Glen Finn and Glen Murrah. Finn and Eve Murrah. Like uh, Burton oh, fans, their chances of getting out of that. Yeah. No, that's yeah. And then you're in a, then you're in a senior quarter final. Then you take whoever you want, but not. Uh, I don't want. I don't want. Well, it's a kind of call call argument, you know. Do you want to get Dundalk or do you want to get you know if you're in the A Cup, do you want Dundalk or do you want kind of sort of? Uh, I know, but that choice? that's a one-off game where you're you're more than likely going to lose anyway. So you take Dundalk for us, mm. but not. No, you'd like to go on. Look, look. I mean, the objective next year will be to uh, win promotion to Division well, Two and, survi- and survive. Look, re- well, look. Aye. set the set the standard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, Stranger Things. We thought you were a big odds. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll have to be a thousand to one sure next. Stranger Things have happened, but now look, I suppose one of the other pleasing things about it as well was that there were so many young players involved in it. Like you know, we had seven under twenty ones that started, yeah. and a lot of those boys, you know, would come up through the ranks. We we board teams that. While they didn't win anything, they played in Division One kind of underage competition. So they played against the best teams in the county and acquitted themselves pretty well. And coming in then to that final against Milford, I mean, all Milford, all the talk was about them being the favourites, like because they had cruised through Division Two. They'd beat everyone uh, in Division Two to to win promotion to Division One for the first time in their history. Uh, they dominated that league. They had come through. They beat Ballyshannon in the semi final. Uh, they beat Neve Breeds in the quarter final, and they were expected to win and we were kind of like you know the hurlers trying their hand at the football for once like but a draw the first day the second game goes to a draw as well and then and, and, and like way a late penalty you did it the hard way did it the hard way and then a late penalty got mm. us the extra time and I, well, I was at the game extra time and uh, it was it wasn't that long you had the Ulster game the following day and that was the only drawback it really was it really was very exciting stuff and coming from a one crown man it takes a whole lot to say this but I remember being up in the press box and Connor Harkin stood up for the penalty. Was that the first yeah, game? That's the replay, actually. And the replay. Mm. He stood up, they, they had the penalty, and, and the whole place stood up, and you found yourself standing uh, up. You're roaring from the score. Like, that's just the so way he it was. He needed the score to send it to extra time. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so that was that, huge. That, that was a massive, massive moment all together. That's one of the standout moments of the year. Right Muff, we should say they, they were only a point. Beat by a point, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, that's right. They, they played the curtain raiser in the. They the threw it away. Ah, that's it. They, they got themselves into a lead like a four point lead and then yeah. crumbled. It's disappointing, disappointing for them because, you know, for them to win their way into the intermediate, they've never won the junior either, I don't think. Uh, like, come so close, everything. Twice, replays uh, and lose by a point. And mm. You know, and, and for them to, you know, it's been probably a successful season for them because they've been able, from off, they've been able to show that they've been able to compete with the best teams in the junior in the junior level. They, they didn't really threaten too much in terms of getting promotion from Division 4, but nah. they... Um, but again, hey, it's another one that... that it's one of them because their last one was 2010 that's it uh, no that six years time you can't tell me that a lot of them players are going to be still around six years time nah that's, half of them will be gone that's the problem like, and yeah. I was I was gutted from that they absolutely gutted from them because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were the better team they were better than doing it no yeah. doubt about it and they they, they scored the goal Ashing scored the goal they go four points up about 12-13 minutes left and you're thinking right just sort of use your head don't mm change a while not just do what they're doing but they went back that's what so many teams do anyway uh, they went back in their shell Downings didn't even score a goal it was just sort of added on points and chipped on points and points and points and the next thing you knew they were level and 
beat by a point the last couple of months. So a pretty successful season for 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 a good number of the the local GA clubs. You know, in addition to Porton to and the Mafia Malin doing tremendously well, Jared. And yeah, Malin's that's, that's a brilliant achievement like again to get this semi-final. You know, to come out of their group to top their group to. To play on to beat on low as well, like I mean, Malmo uh, and, and they only lost, the like they only lost two points against Glenswally, uh, which was they'll be annoyed because Glenswally were there for the ticking that day. Mm. They really were. That's an hour. That's an hour so prime well, example. Uh, you have to like, seize it. Like, that was, uh, that was, it was almost. Hard. It felt. I don't know exactly. I know Glenswally sort of kicked it away and scored two or three at the very end, but it was like absolutely level from the first whistle mm. like over and back and you were just thinking if Malin can find a goal or can find a, a spurt of two or three points here there in the final but they just couldn't do it they just couldn't and in fairness to Neil Gallagher and uh, they call your man up front they knocked for a few points and then that was the end of it no. You had Bunkran as well getting promotion in the football to Division 2 um, and you had Havall well. winning Division 4 and getting promotion to Division 3 like you know Finally right? out of Division 4 right? Yeah On the other good, hand It's good for Bunkran actually Division 2 is a better standard Oh it's a better standard surely yeah. And actually not it's a better standard but it's not that much higher like because you know all those teams that, that were beaten the, in the back end the knockout stage of the championship were all no, no, I know, like I get that, I, but you're still you're playing them week in and like week, like week out, which makes a big difference. Like. Ah, it is. Well, look, like that top, that and Bunkran have been. It's staying there now, really. That, that that has to be that has to be the number one priority this year. Right. Stay there, sort of build a foundation where you're playing at that level all the time. It enhances their chance as well of actually winning the intermediate championship. Bunkran probably does. does. Probably they're, does. They're playing that. And week in week out at that higher level you'll so be happy enough not to defend it of course you just let it oh well well it's, it's, that's, 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 that's well, a bit of a ball is that too nah, but I know, I know you no, have to move on but no 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 get, but that's, that's how Gaelic is you have to go and you have to play at the at the next step up like, no no I get it I, I understand how do you stay in the senior championship you just need to come third in your group is it yeah you need to avoid relegation so there's four groups of four and the yeah. bottom the bottom team from each one of the four groups plays off goes back to the uh, there's just kind of a semi-final and a final relegation so you have a very good chance Chance of staying up and then it all depends on your draw. All like, uh, no chance. Yeah, that's exactly. You could end up like I think. But even if you come bottom of your group, you still have a way out. Yeah, you have a, yeah. You have a relegation semi final. Uh, you have a lot of chances to stay up. You do, yeah, if things goes well. Like, the only thing is, once you go into that relegation mix, like, you know, I mean, we. Um, Kelly Beggs played uh, Glen Finn ahead of us in the replay. Ah, it was a um, shite game. Ah, it is, I, because it's, it's, it's like you're. Like, Port Milford were playing to win something, like whereas uh, Kelly Beggs and Glen Finn were playing uh, to, for something else, like you know. And now <coughs> Kelly Beggs, um, they were drawn in the very tough group this year. They were in the group along with St Michael's, uh, Kilcar, and was it Unions? Was it? Was that the four teams that was in that? Like Michael's didn't come out of it either, like. That was Unions. Yeah, uh, a real, a real, a real group of death. Uh, like, a group of death. You'd be looking to, um, you'd be looking to avoid that. The draw will be made sometime in the new year, so. But pretty much in a shown team, so pretty much very good. They've done, they've done well. You have probably had the likes of like, uh, Karen didn't win promotion from, uh, from Division Four. Um, Urus were relegated, and so was and Karen and sorry Newton have been relegated down to the intermediate championship as well as well as been relegated out to Division Three. So you see you four, you four of them in Division Four next year, which isn't that's, great either. No, that's right. Eh? That's half your teams in Division that's Four. It, eh? Two in Division Two, two in Division Three, and then four in Division Four. Like mm, eh? so it's not a, it's not great. Like. Mm. 
No, and then the thing, look, and, and that Division 4 is as hard to get out of, you know, as, as any division is, like, you know, yeah. because everyone's down there pulling strips off one another, like, you know, it's a, it's a hard old division to get out of. But, uh, look, we're, 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 we're supposed we're, we're kind of moved on to some of the, the down points there, like, but... Um, one of the Keaton will come to you. Just one of the the the, uh, the bum notes, really. I suppose of, of twenty sixteen from your perspective was Mavil Celtic's relegation from the Nishon Premier Division after God knows how many years playing. Uh, that. Well, team, you know Mavil, like we should be pushing for the league, really. Like, and we're you know clubs rebuilding again now under John Elba. Last year, just sort of they've been on the slide for a couple of years. And Morris McCauley was a manager last year, couldn't stop the slide. And Movilla slipped down. Actually, I, th- I remember thinking I, I went to. There was a point last year I went to two home games to cover them from Movilla. That's, right, that's right. And they lost both of them nine 0 at home. One was Kilmany, which is bad enough. But then nine 0 to Greencastle. Mm. Um, teams, uh, mm. You know, growing up, well, we're obviously a better, superior breed of people. I know in a bigger town than <laughs> Greencastle, but you know, but you, you expect to beat Greencastle like Pat all of my life. Greencastle. and see that nine all that they won. That might have been their first senior one over Mavell in like twenty odd years. But what, what a win it was! <laughs> but um, no, that so that that nine all loss was has to go as the, the low point, and then Mavell in. Been relegated uh, and then sort of slumped further down and played Dunree. Could have even saved themselves in the playoff and McGinn went to a penalty shootout again, but didn't even deserve to, to be honest. You know what, they, it mightn't be the worst thing in the world that they nah, actually did go down. They're looking good for promotion now, so they, 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 if they didn't go down last year, they would be bottom. Give John L a chance, ever. give him a chance, maybe he didn't have any other option, but they bring in a lot of the younger players. Aye. And in fairness, I think he's a, he's an ideal man for it because he's worked with with all them young boys anyway through the ages. He know what they're about. There's all still a lot of older players there too. Like no, I know, I know that. Like, Byron people all there, but there's but, a, lot, a lot of younger boys too. But what needs to happen in Moval now over the next and it might take four or five years or whatever it is. Let John L at it. Just let him at it. Give him as much time as he wants to take these younger players through because they 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 will have some decent players coming through. Uh, let him work with he will get them back to Premier Division maybe this season maybe next season whatever let him go let him do that and then build from there because there's not there's no other way there's no other uh, way uh, that's it uh, so that was, that was it's sort of it's, it's sort of I don't know it's it's like a town sort of a thing where you have Movaller a big town struggling Karner a big town who won the league in 2014 were relegated in 2015 won the first division and are now back up and are struggling again in the Premier like it's a mm. they're a big town Boncrana now in fairness this season are definitely a lot better but but they've struggled for, for a few years as well like it's a sort of a and they're I don't know it's hardly it's hardly it's across the codes too because if you take a look at the three Donegal champion teams in Gaelic football it's Glen Swilly mm, mm, that's right it's Borden right. and it's Downings like there's no town teams yeah. in there at all like you'd think the town and teams even though Bonkrana's doing well they're, they're precarious enough you know their, their, their league position's better than they actually are Ah, well, it's, that's Are you saying there's something about windy about the townies or something? Is there like? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm bad about townies because I am a townie at the end of the day. Like, what? Uh, well, we all know Jared backs Bonkrana to the help. I try my best. Uh, um, most times. 
But yeah, I, I mean, I suppose speaking of the National League, I mean, the Glengarry have continued their their dominance. Of it. They they won the up until last up weekend. Until, ah, well, they lost a cup final there last weekend to Clamani. So one of the ten cup finals. Did they hardly worry too much about. Nah, but they were. Uh, it's they, no. kind of a one of those seismic results, you know, because you expected like Glengarry to win three 0 and then turn, turned out the other three one. But mm. you know, it's one of those ones where you kind of go, hang on, maybe this league isn't over. Maybe Glengarry aren't that great. Be better if they were losing we'll a league game, though. Really, like you know. You can, you can turn that in his head all together and say it might be the sort of we wake up call uh, and they high. might go on now and they were not losing all the games because there has to be an element of Glengad kind of believe in their own you can't you can't sort of blame players for having that sort of uh, we thought in their head right we just need to show it's Clamani this week we stuffed them last time we played them we, yeah. we probably haven't lost them and whatever length of time Sure, we'll beat them, and I like sure when you're used to it. It's, it's the same way, Carcall as well, because you and there's no point in anybody. Nobody will tell you any different. See when we go to play a Swally or a Bonaghi or whoever it is, even though you prepare properly and you do all, it's, you still, it, it's in your head that you're not going to lose it, yeah. and that's that's the way it is. It's hard to get out of that sort of Why mentality. So wrong for Gamble. I was at the game. I two fairness, fairness to Clamani. Clamani deserve a lot of credit because Clamani were very good. Clamani got in their faces from day one. They won all their headers, all their tackles, all their second balls. They were first day everything, and that was that. that they didn't didn't beat Glengad by playing brilliant football and, and just wanted it more. Fifteen passes before a goal, like it wasn't anything like that. It was just mm. it was just work, sheer hard work, and and very well organised. Belief of what they were doing themselves. Glengad, on the other hand, no, they'll know themselves too. None of them turned up at all. Like. Mm. You couldn't pick out one player who was was better than ordinary. Well, there's certainly a number of games at hand at Christmas here now for the Premier Division for next year. Like, but it's you know they have to win those games and have better having the points on the board. Yeah, and all that, like, still the, well, you would like to think still yeah. a better side. They're bound to go on. And ah, I still, I'd still have them. As I wouldn't say they're famous. bound to go on. I would have said they're bound to go on this time last week, but I don't think they're. Nah, bound. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just read too much on that result. I know. I know. Like if they have to, if Glengar have to lose a game, that's the type of game to lose there. Exactly. Uh, cup, exactly. They wouldn't want to lose a cup final. Already. They want to win it when they're in it, but. Like they, it doesn't affect their league thing. You would like to think, you would like to think that other clubs like Boncrana, like Clamani, like Isla, Greencastle, you like to think they're looking at that saying, right, Jesus, right, these boys are beatable, we can go. But they have to go and show that. Like, there's no point in them saying, oh, well, they can do it, so we can do it. They don't even have a changing room, so they have no trophy room or nothing. <laughs> so they've enough. They have enough trophies. How do they have enough if they don't have a change room? Is that what sort of I don't know. They have, they have no trophy room up there, anyway. I know that for sure. The Pies of Cups last year, Jared. Yeah. One of the one of the uh, one of the disappointments for you this year was the uh, was comes from Ladies Gaelic Football. You were really impressed with Mavill um, and how they performed and winning the Donegal Ladies Championship. I was. I was disappointed to see them then lose out in the semi final. Into I was at their final Donegal against. Wasn't I? I was at their final in Muff against Glen Fun. I was at their semi-final actually in, in Letterkenny before that and they absolutely hammered St. Eunice. Mm. What was the score? They, oh, I can't even remember. It was a massive score but it was, they were brilliant but, and they were very, very like 50 impressive. points or something? Or more maybe? Massive. Anyway, but <laughs> they, they really, really impressed me that day and I know they were playing against a weak side and all the rest but they were brilliant. Then they go and beat Glen Fun the way they did and, and Muff and Glen Fun had, had some big county stars playing as well. 
with all the me are, are as good a lady side as I have ever seen. I was tapping them after that to go on one Ulster. I thought I, I couldn't it see was a surprise, team. Eh? Uh, it was I couldn't a surprise see any team and and, mm. and Ulster would beat them. But they they went and got beaten in the semi final. Two thirteen to two ten. The same. They're way to St. McCartans from Monaco. Oh no! I know it was a it was a tough draw and all the rest, and it was a it was a very bad day apparently. But mm. look, it's a regret. I know from speaking the the uh, Maria Dorley, the captain, and, and speaking the Jimmy Higgerland people, that it is a massive regret because they thought that they could go on and do it. Like. Mm. They went on then the that St. McCartans team went on to lose to Dunamoyne in the Ulster semi in the Ulster final mm. but Dunamoyne went on to become All-Ireland champions as well, yeah, well we know Terman did it so um, ah, there's there's no doubt in my head that that, that Moval team could go and win an Ulster title no doubt and then if you win that you can win the All-Ireland ah, well that's, that's not it's not just a, it's not like a dream really like it, mm. it, can, it definitely can happen because they've got some talent players Jesus like yeah. Kira and Eve Higgard are, are phenomenal mm. Gaelic footballers mm. Very, and that's not just to them there's players very good players throughout like. mm. the standard of um, women's Gaelic football in the show is pretty good because you have Bunkran and Karen contesting the intermediate ah, it's, it's, got, it's, got a lot, it's improved a whole lot in the last few years eh? so there's three t- well there's town teams there actually doing quite well the girls town teams are doing rightly that guy mm. so they, I was at that final it was a good game but they're there a long way behind the ball, ball they? Uh, they would be see people think I'm against ladies football team <laughs> Karen would couldn't be any further from the truth <laughs> um the low, the low light for the year for me was Donegal's Ulster final defeat to Tyrone hard to take against those uh, cruel bastards for one <laughs> <laughs> apologies to all Ian McAleer and people like that in Tyrone <laughs> no, no, no apologies to you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, look, and it was a manner it was a manner Donegal dominated a lot of possession like they were leading 7-3 at half time and you know Tyrone were, were were obviously very very defensive and Donegal just struggled to break it down like and and uh, we still led I think going into even injury time at the end of the game but uh, uh, so who started, who started so, all this defensive so, stuff so, so hard hard from, <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I looked Donegal just they they they, they can't they just they, they couldn't find the way to break down you have to say Tyrone's defensive setup that day like I mean they had these banks of, of lines that were just moving in concert like it was really Drones, really big men stood up at the end see, Kavanagh yeah. and Hart and people aye Kavanagh but, but, die, but still still there was one that got away yeah, I don't think Rome went and got beaten in quarter final then sure mm. mm. well yeah, but that could have went either way as well Donegal all did recover a wee bit you know they came back and they beat they had a good <coughs> win over, over Cork where Patrick McBride was brilliant um, against them and Dublin obviously won by whatever it was. There was five or six five points, points in the end, like, but five. They won. They, was never well, that's not actually true because Donegal uh, had had them. Well, after they got the send it off and uh, they gave it. Ah no, Donegal had them rocking. There was, there was a, a really small amount of hope, but there was about three or four points in it. And they were a man down. You were thinking, God, uh, we just couldn't. They were rocking. We couldn't even then. We couldn't. We couldn't just take advantage of it. Mind their their goal, like the goal that we conceded to them later on too, was a very very slack goal from our point of view to lose, like which gives. It was, kind of, it was a great chance like if you knew ah. beforehand that you were only going to be three down a man up by 15 minutes to go you'd say jeez <laughs> <We're in. laughs> but it just didn't really but I think you know if you because that wee bit of 
that that just when you lose your provincial final and the manner of the defeat in the provincial final, like uh, you know, having been in a winning position until right at the end, like you know, and I mean, we've seen it now three times, haven't we? We've won where we've won the next game after, uh, but then we've lost the quarter. Yeah, I said that, but you, you, you see the quarter. You have to be one on that You've got to go through the front. You're going to be fire and once that we percentage of belief goes out. Of you. Go, goes out as we were talking about momentum, like you know, earlier uh, on, like and that's that's you know, your momentum is completely dented then, like so it's. Um, yeah, so it's disappointing to think back to it uh, again, and that you know, it was one of the things that we're looking forward to next year. As every every year, as we're looking forward to seeing how Donegal does next year. Like they've got uh, Division One football in the in the spring. The yeah. under twenty one team's going to play in the McKenna Cup, apparently. Mm. Um, so that's going to be a bit of a write off, really. Realistically, well, for Donegal, Donegal really, is to win Ulster like that's that's our yeah. So you've got Antrim on the twenty first of twenty uh, first of of May at home uh, again. We've we had a great. Why is it so early? Because that's the preliminary rounds. Did I? Well, what they done? Put it forward a week. It was brought forward at the request of RTE. Yeah, RTE requested that uh, Ulster Council to bring forward the game by a week. So that's they switched. Not RT, that no, no. What did they? Do? Yeah, <laughs> no, they switched. No, that's exactly what they. That's the way they did. It, it was. It was originally fixed to the twenty eighth, and Derry Tyrone was on the twenty first. But there must be some other matches that RT want to show on the twenty first. So they've moved Derry Tyrone to the twenty eighth. Right. To put it on TV. Oh, I, I can't argue with that though, because they're trying to get better games for people to watch. Well, can I just say this and close your ears again, because there's going to be more swearing now. Fuck RTE. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't say it. I can say that. But I'll tell all you. the people that watch it. Well, fuck the people watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why. No, I'm not going to ask them any more questions. Sorry about that. Sorry, 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 sorry about that. But I'll tell you why. The the Donegal Club Championships were scheduled for the 6th or 7th of May and those are now in doubt now because it's only two weeks before the, the club before the before the game against Antrim now Donegal are going to beat Antrim in the championship next year well if time you have to start out it's only December now no but, no, but the, you're, 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 you're looking like Ulster Council who you know really I can't believe it. this could be happening in the GA. No, yeah. wouldn't believe it. They're doing it. They're rooting for TV. They're rooting for TV. They're rooting for TV. And then they take they take a hand at the soccer. They they are RT. Like you, you want to get the best games on. For well, go and speak to somebody else. Like or go and show whatever's on. I hear what you're saying. But what they're doing there is that's messing up the. They're messing up the club. He doesn't care about club championships. Exactly. And you know what? I don't care about the armchair supporters. I'm thinking about the club. The the club players in Donegal. Will you be watching Donegal? Will you be watching Derry and Tyrone? RT. It's unlikely. I'd say the big club games on Donegal that week, and I'll bet them. Like I, I get to see very little on because you'd be way off going to your own clubs matches. But the the prospects for Donegal being able to fit in now around their club championship in uh, ahead of the Ulster Senior Football Championship Slum. is diminished as the window's gone because the the May Bank Holiday weekend is used for the Donegal Celtic finals, and then you're talking about move them. Well, they're going to have to look at something, or then you're looking to play in your club championship, the first round of your club championship in April, which will be almost unprecedented in how early it is. Like, and this was all done to facilitate a TV company. Like, and at the back end of the year, then Ulster Council has no flexibility. It seems then when it comes to uh, putting us out two days fucking running, like you know, and and there they are out in the the quarterfinals, which is early, like for for a large point of view, like it's early. You know, the the games still seem to be going on, like, and they're like. Get to a scenario where Bert have to play a final well, two days in a row. That, that and because because the of all things because of how the club a, they have a clue that because of how the sorry. club championship and how the club and the needs of the club players has been entirely ignored. Like that's and that mm-hmm. there's another example of it. And the Ulster Council, who's really stuck it to uh, Bert this year, which saying suck it up, go and play twice in two days to hell with you, uh, are now 
less than three months later leading to difficulties for how Donegal sets its club fixtures it's completely wrong and it's completely wrong that uh, the Ulster Council would agree to a request like that from RT. if you still want to show Donegal Antrim find one of the other provinces and show Carlo against Longford for all we care like you know we we care about our club game as well up here so um, I, you would be would be sore but that but look Donegal if they win against Antrim are going to be playing against Tyrone or Derry then like, Tyrone it's got to be Tyrone you'd think no, Derry well, be, no doubt Derry so Donegal Tyrone roughly in the semi-final uh, June, June mid-June mid that's a big one that's the big one there that uh, is yeah. massive because if you lose that you're in baller already you're right, you're you're way. Big baller. will Cahill McCarran be there for Tyrone Cahill-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-McCarran-
if you don't know who, you just have to pick St. Eunans. So I'll pick St. Eunans. You're going for St. Eunans, right? They haven't won it last year. Or have they? They won it the year before. Nah. And they normally only go there. They're like a carry. They don't, even if they're not that great, they only go a year or two without one. Jared, Kilcar. You're going for Kilcar. <laughs> I'm going to go for Neve Connell, who who are back in it. Hold on a second. They were just had a phone call. Martin with you. Yeah, Neve Connell. Neve Connell for me. Intermediate Championship. Uh, Jared. Jesus Christ. I have to say, Von Cranach. All right. Good. good. I have to. I have a good chance. Milford are still in it as well, obviously. There's I fancy yeah. Malin for the Intermediate. No, they're in the senior you said. <laughs> 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 Who do you think came in the uh, I knew that. Uh, I was going to say Von Cranach. You can. Well, you can. Uh, why not? I'll go for Von Cranach. Uh, I'm going to go for Clohanili, actually, because. Uh, you, you uh, just couldn't go for Boncrana. Well, they did beat Boncrana in the final in 2014. No, they're, no, they're, they're serious you. time. Who, who, well, if it's not Boncrana or, or Clohanili, it'll be Malin. Uh, Shut up. Who will win the All Ireland football? Well, you have to say. Well, I'll tell you one thing: it won't be Mayo, anyway. <laughs> not Mayo. <laughs> Dublin. Jared's uh, uh, going for Dublin. I'm back gonna, to back. I'm going to go, go mad and go for Dublin. Uh, I'll say Donegal. Donegal. Yeah, for good man, Kevin. And I'm going to actually go for. Uh, mayor, uh, up your optimism. Uh, I'm going to go for Kerry. They're both well, still got some stage, are they? The Laird Hurden. Kilkenny, the bounce uh, back for me. Good. Nah, I think Tap's a young team. I think Tap will win it again. Nah. Kilkenny will well, definitely bounce yeah. back. Tupper a long way, a bit better than you know. Ah, but Cody is on the he he's on the aim at now again. Damien, who are you going for? I go for Tip on it as well, and the League of Ireland. I'll have to go for Derry City, obviously. Kevin has to go for Derry. Local team. Jesus, that'd be great, but I can't see that happening. League of Ireland champions. Um, I imagine you might even see Kenny Shields smiling, maybe. <laughs> I have to go on Darkly. I'm sort of we bit yeah. tempted to say Cork. But nah, Dundalk. Well, I am going to go with Cork because Dundalk have lost three of their key players. Aye, well, that's, that's, that's going to be. It'll all depend on what, how they, they how they man. replace these boys. What well, yeah. Dundalk won now two or three in a row? Three, three, three in a row. Three in a row. That is, uh, it's really, really. Stephen Kenny is a genius. I the next remember, Ireland manager. I can't keep remember a, a League of Ireland team winning three in a row. And Rovers, my Rovers might have done in the eighties, maybe. Way before Chabon my memory, way back. So, so they, they, they are now established as one of the great League of Ireland teams of all time. Like. No, no, no question about it. Uh, if um, not the greatest. And a fond man managing them too. That's it. Well, we'll claim them as a fond man. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes because obviously he's lost a number of players, but they do have budget and all there to, to, to do the thing back. Uh, it's a massive test for them in the summer because, or uh, not uh, the summer, but the now, summer I mean, over, over the, the winter because. Horgan leaving as the best player. Darren Horgan's been. Darren Horgan. He's he's been worth. He's actually he's been worth watching Dundalk oh, for a long time. Your man Andy Boyle, the centre half, has gone. Big big loss. Ronald Finn has very surprisingly gone to Shamrock Rovers. Kieran Finn is it now? No, Ronald Finn. Centre midfielder, very very good player as well. So that's like that's three massive players gone. They must be loaded with money, well, that's uh, that's that's a massive test well, for Kenny now. How, how he spends it, and, and mm. he needs to. He, he's talking about going foreign and looking at players and stuff like that. Like they will, they'll they'll be able to attract players from. Oh, they will. Uh, will from they from give abroad? Them an opportunity. How much did they get for Harbin? 
I'm not sure they got a while not. I think no. his contract is up anyway. See, they, that's the, that's been one of the problems for League of Ireland clubs. Mm-hmm. The team, the players are really signed on year to year contracts. There's no sell on value <laughs> in them. So nah. but they are starting to give. They're going to be able to offer two players and three year deals, yeah. which is which is massive, new for, massive new for League of Ireland. Though. And so so because then you have then you can put a fee on on your best yeah. player, like a now million you, euro. Well, or the only thing is, is the. Con- Probably not because the wages are going to like part of the fee thing is based on the right, wages. Like I know, I, I know, but still, like a, like if Horgan, if you were able to put a price on Horgan at the moment, like he's gone to a championship club. Yeah, he's, he's probably worth a million euros. He prob- probably is, I'd say, at a year leisure too. Mm. But and if he's successful, it's a bargain at that, of course. It'll be very interesting to see how they do this year because well, having lost Richie Toll the year previous, I didn't know what happened. I mean, they, no they, you know, no, they did really, really well after. Mm. Actually, when they were playing the Europa League, I was looking at the, you know, on on the UEFA website, they had the the list of the players and they had their wee flags or their nationality beside it, like, and I think all but one of the there was a Romanian dude somewhere in the Dundalk squad, and there was a couple of Northern Ireland little make up Mickey up flags that they have. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and and lots of tricolor. That'll like, change. That'll all the change. teams, I all the teams. Kenny Sheehy's son plays for Dundalk, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's one of the. Would be in the squad? He wouldn't be a starter, really, would he? Nah, he might start a few more games. Now, see that guy. So look, Dundalk, and they've they've sorted out they've sorted out the problems they've had over their pitch and, and acquiring their pitch. And so no problems in the game, anyway, because it's a great pitch. No, so uh, anyway, look, that's our predictions for next year. Dundalk, Derry, and Cork. We're saying. Um, Dundalk for Jared. They probably will be the top three, you know. Keeve is going for Derry. We we didn't I'm exactly come up with anything new really. Like that's no. the top three from last season, uh, anyway, so <laughs> we're not really Jeez if Derry it's, it's like good luck to Derry City, but Nah, they're not one of no league. Hey? And of course the other thing that's just emerged today as well with very short notice really for the teams but there's oh, going to be Jesus they're going to reduce this League of Ireland from 12 to 10 teams I can't forget that and at the end of the season they're going to three relegate three teams are going down from Premier League relegate three mm-hmm. and promote just one so Fun Harps are yeah, news for Harps. as terrible, terrible they finished league. third from bottom this year did they? they did they did. That would have put that would have sent them down. No, they must have finished fourth. Man, was on no. a playoff. No, it was no. just two up, two down this year. Wasn't no, it? the bottom club was Longford. They went straight yeah, down. There was a play- Wexford, Wexford, Wexford was in the playoff. playoff. They, they lost, didn't they, Wexford? They did, uh, but now uh, you're saying the Ali Hargan and Harps next season, you have to finish above three clubs, and you have to remember that Limerick coming up have a very very good squad who completely ran away with the first of all oh, that's a real and have a load of money Limerick are not going to be down there at all in my opinion is it three straight down or does it three straight down three, not even three a playoff three straight down that's absolutely ridiculous and they didn't even really and we can't figure it out because it's more the, games the FAA didn't even really consult with the clubs they didn't consult at all with first division clubs only one of them are coming up. The Premier, they were talking about some kind of Premier Club Alliance or something that was. Aye, so all who's on Dock and Cork and all the big Dublin clubs, well, they'll all be delighted with it, of course, because well, we don't want to become the Donegal every whack about, so we'll get rid don't of. Don't be pessimistic. Maybe Harps we might won't be relegated. I will. I'll tell you the truth. I will be absolutely amazed if Harps finish above three teams this season. Mm. Can't see it. I can't see it at all, and and that has the potential. They actually, they literally, they ruin a club like Harps who uh, playing in the Premier Division are surviving just about. See the First Division. The First Division is an absolute graveyard. Nobody wants 
And we can't figure it out. We were thinking people maybe, don't go to watch it. You'll get fifty people at some of them games. Well, right? we were thinking maybe it was to help the likes of Dundalk or Cork or their area or whoever's in Europe with less games. So it's actually more games because you play. Aye, but they're, 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 they're arguments. The argument is the argument from the FA is ten teams, ten decent teams. Cool. The quality of the league gets better, which is all well and good. But so you, what they're saying is never. Who cares about these lesser teams? from different parts of the country mm. we'll get rid of them basically get rid of them they can play in the wee shitty first division oh, as long as we have a, a top Premier League that, like, that'll come back back and bite them as well because if for example no, I don't want that to happen this year obviously but if Derry say for example don't get off their great start and end up in a struggle and end uh, up in the bottom you're feet. under pressure very quick Jesus there's one of your biggest clubs gone or mm. or say Bows or whatever Yeah, they're in the first division then I don't no, like it. No, it's, no. it's hard to believe that putting fewer teams, like to, to go down to a league as small as a ten-team league, is the right way to go. You think? Uh, well, have a look at uh, have a look around well, Europe. Right? Right? Go to you should be getting the 14, 15 teams in your league. Yeah, have really a look like. around Europe at all the top leagues. Tell me any of them that has ten teams in the probably top Iceland or somewhere like that. But there's a few populations uh, everywhere else. That's that's I don't get it. scandalous, but it's not. No surprise from the FA. Absolutely no but surprise. They're saying it's been done with this Premier Club's alliance. So I, I, I don't, don't even buy that idea that you, you know it'll bring on the teams because they're playing better teams. But concentrates. Uh, it should concentrate the good players in a smaller instead of spreading out your best players across twelve first team Premier Division squads. You're spreading them out across ten, so there should be better players. But the, th- I mean, the, the thing that bugged me most is they didn't actually consult with these clubs. They didn't actually take them all on and say, right, mm-hmm. we'll have a vote. Majority vote, whatever. Mm. Harps, Bray, Bowes, Sligo, Galway. even Limerick, Galway. Drahada. Do you seriously mean to tell me that they're they're going to be oh, they're going to be in favour? No. Oh, fuck no yeah. way, no way. Why would they be? It yeah. seems a very odd step altogether. Especially the other thing about it too is there's so little leading time to it. I mean, if you're going to make a, a substantial change like that by taking out whatever it is, like, you know, 20, it's not quite 20%, but yeah, it's they like 50% of the The following year? They, well, yeah, we're going to do this from the... Aye, 20, they just had them... The 2019 the season on, or we're going to do it from maybe the 2019 season on, or whatever it is, to give like to give teams the chance to build their squads to address Aye. that. See, what you'll see happening now is teams down around the bottom who think they're going to be down around the bottom they're going to go now and maybe go mad and spend a fortune of money and say well we have to stay in the Premier Division that could end them it literally could end the club before we leave them one last final uh, positive uh, local sport note just just, uh, it was announced yesterday that Johnny Boner from Bunkrana will be playing in the colours of Finn Harps next season he's leaving Wexford Youth they were relegated obviously so Johnny and Mark Timlin will be the, the two local. Oh, that's great. It's great. One for, for Harps, one for Derry. Will he come out and play for Harps, will he? Johnny? I think he will. Well, see, it depends because he was there two years ago when all I took over at the start. Didn't get a wild lot of playing time because Johnny is a is a ball player and a, and a very good ball player. You have great time for I think he's a very, very good player. Technically a brilliant player. But the way Harps play is not sort of uh, passing through the middle and playing wee triangles Johnny likes to keep the ball a long time I does I but, but he keeps it very well uh, so unless Ollie is looking to change up a wee bit which I would be very very surprised if he does uh, especially with such it's a sort of a you know, they're under pressure a, for relegation from it's a good walking. move it's a good move in terms of he's up home oh, obviously oh, and all the rest but 
I don't know. It's going to be a hard one. I obviously I hope it, it works out for them, and 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 uh, Harps sort of change up a wee bit because if they do, then they've signed the top player. But mm-hmm. as well, they give them that chance to go on the ball. Eh? Oh, brilliant on the ball. Well, good luck to uh, to Johnny Bonner and to Harvest next season as well. We're looking forward, obviously, to Derry and McGinn. But look, that wraps up 2016 for us. Thanks for listening to our uh, Review of the Year podcast. We wish you all a happy Christmas and a great year in 2017. And just a wee final word, our next paper will be out on Thursday, the 29th of December, rather than Tuesday, we'll be out on Thursday, the 20th of December. The digital edition of our paper is available online from the website, in the show window. And give us a follow on Facebook or on Twitter. We're at in the show window. The podcast is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. We'll be back next year. Thanks for listening and good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.